0: You are now tuned in to the Decoding Success Podcast, where we reveal game-changing habits, formulas, and routines from the world's most successful individuals to help you think and live larger. What is going on? It is your host, Matt Labrie, and today, on this episode of Decoding Success, we have some very amazing individuals here. To my right, I have my boy, Phil Masia. Obviously, you've heard of him before. Obviously, he's with me rather often, and he's been on this show uh, a few times, but we have some new guests. Our friends from Dallas, Texas, are in New York City, so we decided to reach out and have them come join us for an amazing episode. Firstly, my coach, I'll say my coach before I say my friend, Ashton Cantu. If I'm pronouncing that correctly, I appreciate you joining the show, Ashton. Hey, hey. And Tyler, 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 fresh off a trip from Brazil, coming to New York City to join us as well. I am super excited to have you, so thank you for joining us.
1: You got it. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. So... The whole purpose of this episode was because we wanted to provide a different perspective to what we recently talked about in regard to relationships, which was literally a table full of dudes. And I just felt like it was only right to be able to bring the other side of the spectrum to this in regards to um, and I guess I'll ask the first question here and we'll kick off the conversation in regards to what it takes to have a successful relationship as a high performer, whether you're in corporate whether you're an entrepreneur, a coach, a speaker, an author, whatever you are. So I'm just gonna throw it out there and we'll start talking about it. But like, what does it entail? And we could break it down step-by-step step from here.
2: Ladies first.
3: Oh, that's nice, right? <laughs> <laughs> See that deflection, ladies? If there's any
2: ladies in here. Wow.
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Quick pass, no. The thing is teamwork, right? So we're working together. Yes. So we'll, we'll start off, no problem. Bring the question for us one more time so we're just grounding that.
0: Right, so regarding relationships with high performers and let me break down what a high performer is in in my mind, right? right? A high performer is someone that is number 1 goal oriented. Let's put that out there because, you know, and I'm not categorizing anyone or judging anyone when I say this, but there's people that go with the flow and they're cool with whatever comes about in their life and then there's people that chase shit, right? And maybe in your mindset Ashton you're going to tell me that no shit comes to you, as we talked about yesterday on our coaching call, but um, you get what I'm saying, right? People that have some sort of want or desire and then others that let it happen. So for me, a high performer is someone that very much so has a goal mindset or a growth mindset has goals in place and is going after them right they're they're taking action day in and day out and that could be in corporate that could be in business as an entrepreneur that could be hitting stages across the country that could be someone that's writing books to impact lives that could be you know a nonprofit organization founder whatever the case is right someone that's trying to perform at their highest level even athletes right At the highest, kick
3: kick a kick ass,
0: kick ass. You could say ass. Go ahead. Kick ass
3: single mom, right? She's a very
0: much so can. She's
3: kicking butt, taking names, taking care of her kids. So yeah, definitely. Just like you said, somebody who's taking action. I think to go back to your point, it's intention plus action. Right. It's the intention plus, or not action, but receiving. Right. So that's the high performer. Someone who can receive opportunity and then take a line committed action on that opportunity. Right. Well, and someone who
1: doesn't just settle for the nine to five. In the sense of the nine-to-five where they're not taking into consideration whether they're really happy doing what they're doing.
3: Right. If you're happy in your nine-to-five.
1: Someone who is is constantly reflecting on what they really want and not looking to what the norm is um, and how other people act. So...
0: Right. Exactly. So the, the whole question comes down to like, what does it take to um, and listen, maybe it's not even, you know, your relationship isn't even with another high performer. But generally speaking, like, how do you have a successful relationship as a high performer? Well, let's
3: strip it back and let's go to basics. Right. It, it doesn't matter if you're a high performer or not. Your relationship's not going to work if you don't have aligned values. So you got to you have to look at. You know, if you're in a relationship with a high performer, most likely they value growth. Most likely they value, um, you know, production. They like getting shit done. You know, most likely they value success and money. And if you're not aligned to that, like if you're in a relationship with a high performer and you're not aligned to those things, then you're probably going to feel put off when they're working on their achievements and not working, you know, looking to you.
2: Right. That makes sense. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was trying to be a gentleman, that's why I did that. But uh, we had a podcast recently and I'm still gonna stay with the same answer. I believe for a successful relationship, it's all about communication. So I don't think people communicate enough. It's, It's a little, whether it's scary, the vulnerability, the authenticity. So communicating about anything and everything, because if that's the person you love, you're with, you should be able to, you shouldn't have to be scared or afraid. And I think when people don't, there's a lot of assumptions. And when there's assumptions, then you assume that they know what you know you want. You and-
3: just learned a recent lesson about this, right?
1: Yeah, I was actually gonna say, um, let me tell you something I did just yesterday um, in a very new situationship with um, someone I could would consider a high performer. Um,
0: I love that word, by the way, situation.
1: (laughs) I said that, you know, it's. I I just kind of came out with it and said, you know what, it's a deal breaker if I don't get a good
0: morning text.
3: So what she did there was communicate a standard. But is that an
0: expectation or a standard?
3: Well, at this point, for her, it's a standard because it's been an expectation for so long. And when it's let down, you know that, you know, it's not an expectation, like it's Mm -hmm. actually a non-negotiable standard.
1: You know, and I think that goes right hand in hand with what you're saying is not being afraid to communicate when it's communication is key. I agree, but I think it goes even deeper than that in the sense of communicating what you need. Um, particularly when you're dealing with someone who's really busy because there's no point in spending three months, six months, trying to figure out what it is that you need to do to make the other person happy. I genuinely believe that men are, um in the words of alison armstrong um okay. an author that i that i follow very closely in her work um men are like santa claus men <laughs> okay. want to give <laughs> you the things if you give them a list if they really care about you and you give them a list and you tell them what it is that you want they'll do it for you
0: i agree with that
3: you guys agree they'll do I, it. no i actually you do that, agree. I agree they will do it but if you don't
1: tell them mm-hmm. And instead, you know, you spend all this time like, oh well, huh, since he didn't write me today, I'm gonna take four hours to write him back when he finally does right. write. Right? Yeah, this is why we're for doing someone, this. Yes, yeah, no. this is why we're doing this. For a high performance person that has a lot of other shit going on, so by me saying, hey, I I just want you to say good morning and check in with me in the morning whenever you wake up. Cool. He can check that off his list. Made Tyler happy this morning. Now I can get on with the rest of my shit. Right, you know, not hard. Exactly. Uh, it's yeah. easy and it's not <sighs> it's like easy. it's not like um, you have to talk to me all day, but nope. check in on the morning.
0: So let me ask you, should a guy approach a woman and ask, like, what do you need from me in that sense? Right. Like you approached him and said, hey, like, I need that good morning text. Should a guy be proactive in the sense where he says, it what do you hurt. need? I it, would it, love
3: it. it can't I hurt. would be great. Yeah, that would be great.
2: Okay. Yeah. So there's transparency.
3: Yeah. Because, yeah. What do you need? What do you because want? most likely, like, you know, a woman might feel that she, if she expresses that, she that she might feel be needy or that um, it might make her seem insecure, right? When it's really just a need. Mm-hmm. So if you come to her beforehand and ask hey like basically how can I serve you right like you would with your client as a high performer <laughs> you know thinking about their needs first then it's games that match like you've you've done your due diligence and it's not it's not as much as just checking off the box but it's a genuine caring about what that person needs and then you know saying hey okay I've, I've served this space now I need to do what I need to do for us
2: right and I, I also think based upon that person's past, they're coming into the situation in a unique place and no two people are the same. Like you didn't have the same exact background as someone else did. So from that unique place, if you're just intuitively trying to figure it out and you're guessing, then like you may do the best job you think you're doing, but it still may not be the job that she needs.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you And ask. it's so easy. Like if, people, if two people really want to make each other happy as long as you know what that takes. Like the problem is I think sometimes even if women are asked that, they're either too afraid to say what they really want mm-hmm. or they don't know what they really want.
2: I agree with that. Cause I actually asked, well, this is a good question or not. One of these generalistic questions I actually asked, it was on a like awesome date, it's pretty intimate. And I said, uh, I was like, I forgot how we got into it, but just being authentically me, I said, I asked her, I said, what are some things that make you happy? Like what lights you up? And she actually got really red. She didn't know the answer. And she said, I guess shopping, like you know, like it wasn't. She lights me up too. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the depth <laughs> like like it much. wasn't the depth I was looking for, but right. still, you know, that's how I know.
3: Yeah, but you know, that's a little bit different because now we're talking about removing the layers. We're talking about removing the masks, and that's a, actually that's relevant to this conversation because we're talking about hard performers. And in my experience as a coach, working with many high performers, that's a mask at the end of the day, right? To who we really are as humans, right? Like we're just. Whoever we are, like whatever our soul is, you know, the, the love, like just the, the expression that we're here to bring, you know, and, and the purpose that we're here to live, that's a little bit deeper even than the mask of the high performer so like you're you went straight for it yeah yeah and no wonder right no wonder her walls went up because most people aren't ready for that question they're not ready for that level of vulnerability and depth especially when you're talking to a high performer because they're so used to being the performer as their identity right so when you start taking the identity of the high performer and you move it to the side just a little bit and you start digging a little bit deeper and looking at who they really underneath that like an actual vulnerable human being who has. Maybe a near-death experience like your guy, right? <laughs> then you saw their humanness, and you're like, "Ooh, ooh, I don't like it." oh there's oh. a human under there, and oh, they don't they're be not human perfect. on me. They're not. They're not
0: Wait, just, that's all right. That's, let's yeah. go. Let's. Yeah. Yeah, like, so I have a million and one questions. Hold let's on. Touch, let's touch on that. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because this this happened to me recently. Number one, I need to go back to what Phil said. Mm-hmm. Do women prefer guys to be straight shooters in the sense where they just, there's no fluff, there's no BS, there's just directness?
3: The right woman does.
0: The right woman does. A woman,
3: a woman who is knows ready. what she a wants. A woman who is not ready is just as much as a bullshitter as the guy who is not ready. Guys thinking that women are not like men is silly. Right. We're just like you guys.
2: Right. Oh, I like that a lot. I like you, and we just sometimes answer. pretend like we're not,
3: yeah, but, or maybe we
1: don't know that we're not the same, but, Yeah, but I mean, I've definitely fucked up some good things though, along the way.
0: We all, we all have, come on, yeah. we yeah. all have, yeah.
3: But the point being that women think like men sometimes, too, and Right.
0: in what sense, right? though? In what sense,
3: you don't want
1: to know. <laughs> well, let's be honest, okay, yeah, I, I mean, I have definitely done some people that i shouldn't have um
2: (laughs) i like that because (laughs) i (laughs) was
1: just i just was bored or something i don't know i mean
0: all i understand why guys do it
1: yeah
3: Yeah, sure sure
0: yeah all right or
3: or just not being straight up with someone who's interested in you like men will not communicate if they're not interested in you sometimes right Right. they'll just kind of like keep you hanging women do that too Right. Women will mm. entertain things that they're not interested in as well for the sake of attention. It's a human thing. It's not a male, female thing.
2: And I think mm. they're better at being subtle about it. Maybe you disagree. It's implicit.
3: It's yeah. totally implicit. That's why, yeah. I'm, that's why I'm actually calling it out because yep. it's not yep. actually known to a lot of men that women are playing them <laughs> the way that they are. But they are. 100%. Unless a woman is truly 100% committed to wanting to be in a relationship, <sighs> she's on the same playing field as you. Literally the same playing field
2: field i like that yo (laughs) i could could literally
0: the way this started i could talk about this for hours
3: (laughs) i could talk
0: about this for hours i am so glad i have more one but um all right so next question based off of what we were just discussing um you mentioned something about like seeing the human side of someone i have to ask like what is wrong with that like I am a human being, right? So I'm a human being. A lot, and I'm gonna relate this to me a lot. I want I want your serious opinion. Oftentimes, people perceive me as this fucking guy that has all this shit together from my resume, from this and that. Yo, like, I have self-deprecating thoughts. I have days where I'm down. Like, you know, Ashton, because I'm fucking working with you. Like, my shit isn't always together. Majority of the time, ninety percent of the time, it's together. But oftentimes it's not. But then once that someone sees that you're not always one hundred percent on, like it's like a little weird. Like it's just like yo, like you can't accept me for. Okay, so
3: I have a question for both of you since this is kind of like forward facing in both of your lives. You're
0: answering a question with a question. Okay.
3: So number one, how does that feel to you? Being uh, a male who is in your attorney, (laughs) 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 how does that feel to you as the male, being someone who's raw in their fucking humanness and gets exposed? And then how does that feel to you as the female who's expecting the male to be this perfection, like high performer with no motherfucking
0: I'm answering this first. And then
3: all of a sudden he ends up being a human and maybe has some insecurities or maybe has some real past or maybe just you know has his own bullshit like we all do.
0: How does that feel to you? So let's start with the guy and then we'll move to the girl. Are you the host of the show? Maybe it seems, I am. It seems oh, like yeah. the world's just changed. So, all jokes aside, it makes <laughs> me <mind>. feel like <laughs> shit. Like, it's just like, yo, number one, if I'm ever down and you can't accept me for me being down and you can't help bring me back up or at least like be there for me getting back up, go fuck yourself like that's just me being real as fuck like if you want me when I'm up and you don't want me when I'm down like that says a lot to me Right. And it's not like I'm, and I'm speaking from my personal experience. Phil, I know you'll you'll speak from yours, too. But when it comes down to the highs and the lows of life, like we all know life is a fucking roller coaster. Like it's just never going to be fucking peaches and cream. Right. And regardless of your perspective, regardless of all the fucking coaching shit, like, yeah, let's just no. be fucking realistic. You're still realistic. on a, a
3: ride. Like, right. It doesn't matter how you decide to respond to the ride is all you have control over. But no one said it's an easy ride.
0: Right. Right. So, like, it's like right. if you're not going to accept me when I'm 90% high and 10% low, whether that means I just lost a client or I don't know, my fucking someone in my family just got cancer. Like, yo, if you're not going to accept me for that low, come on. Like, of course, my human side's going to come out. I might shed a tear. I might show you, like, hey, like, you know, I'm off. Right. Okay.
1: The problem is that women are biologically psycho. And oh yeah. <clears throat> y'all can't hear me slap him, but it's fine. Um, no. <laughs> women are Hello, biologically <laughs> that's great <laughs> biologically driven to um, seek protection in a man, no matter whether you're a high performing woman yourself or not, but like biologically this is how we are set up is to seek protection and so sometimes when men are showing their weaknesses to us when they act us, like noodles it 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 yeah. scares us because yeah. they they're scare. no longer our source of protection yep. and when we see men waver on their values or on what we think that they are then we automatically assume or I do, that they're going to waver on their opinions and their values in other areas. Like, does that mean with other women? Does that mean in your feelings about me? All of that. So it's more, it's not about we don't care about you as a person, whether you're up or down or whatever, because, I mean, I'm perfectly capable of supporting my friends in that mm-hmm. way but a romantic partner, it's different because yeah. we're
0: expecting them to be strong for us. So then yeah. what do you prefer? Do you prefer the man to be fucking fake and like have this can macho a, bravado?
3: Can I, give, can I give my side yeah. my yes I build on what she said. I think what she said is a yes and. Like yes, I agree with 100% everything she just said because we are it's totally ingrained whether it be biological or societal or whatever. Evolutionarily. Yeah. Like,
0: right. I
1: agree. It's, I agree. A, it's
3: a true like it's a full-blown freaking takeover if you're in partnership with somebody or if you're counting on a man and he buckles right like it's freaky as, as heck but I think what what's even bigger than that for you ladies that are listening and this is the yes and it's like Okay, that's probably not your man, right? Like if he can be vulnerable with you, that's one thing and that's beautiful. Like if you can have a shared space where he feels safe and you can be a safe container for him and he can be a safe space for you to land, that's one thing. Vulnerability and having rough times is okay. But if it's a consistent pattern with a guy, that's what you really need to look at or a woman, right? If it's a pattern of them not having emotional intelligence and being able to handle life, and they don't have consistency and being stable, that's freaking scary. But if they are just having a normal human moment, or if they're in a they're in a space where you know what life is kind of tough right now and it's pressing on them, then you as the woman get to step up and step into your queen energy and hold that space for them. So it's a yes and and I think it really comes down to your inner wisdom as the man or woman to hold to like discern if that person is freaking weak. Like, if they're in just, like, weakness consistently, it's a pattern, or if they're just a human having a weak moment.
1: Well, and it's a sliding scale, too, based on the depth of the investment in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Right? So, when you're first getting to know someone, obviously, we're going to put on our best faces, and we expect course, the same thing yeah. back. but. This particular instance that, that that's giving rise to what we're talking about here um, was something I was sharing with Ashton earlier, and it was about like the physical health of a man, which I, I am far more upset, terrified, shaken up by a man's not being able to be
0: physically What do you mean capable? by physically?
1: Um, Health-wise. Like,
0: Erectile dysfunction? Like or? I
1: almost died. Like I have diabetes okay. or I have like they might not some be sort of physically
3: able to take care of you.
1: Yeah. Physically. Yeah. Okay. Not even, I'm not really, I'm not even ever really turned off by a guy saying, you know what? I had a really shitty week. Like, yeah. I got no. this client review that no. came back and it's just been fucking with my head. No. I, Women I, crave I'm that actually.
3: That. They actually cra- I love that. Women I crave love actually that. holding space for men for that. They Ugh. crave man being vulnerable with them. They, it's not looked at as a woman when a man comes to you and talks about their emotions as, as weak. It's only weak when they, <laughs> when they actually act as a coward instead of communicating.
0: This what I was right. going to say. actually. Yeah. What the fuck though? Like, it's crazy to me to think that. I, you can actually go to someone and say, hey, I'm feeling this type of way today and then be judged like
2: I think for goes, weeks after. I think it goes back to what she said, though. If you're it's not. the right woman, uh, yeah, it's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, you're so, not. like there's, In my mind, there's a difference between being vulnerable and being a man, like a man take on the role of a woman. Because then you have two women. You have two betas that, there. The,
3: that's the line.
2: Yeah, that's the line. So like we're entrepreneurs. We're high performers. We're going to have yo-yos in life. Like, we're going to be up one second, $100,000 right, yeah, dollar deal. Next second, that we're, we're losing, however it works. Um, I think I've learned that it's, I think it's sexy when I can tell a woman, like, this is what's going on. But, at the same time, like, if I'm taking the role of, I don't want to, for lack of a better term, like, being a bitch, like, that's different because that's not what she needs as you alluded to. Mm-hmm. Like, she needs you to be you and sometimes the roles of reverse and like that's cool like we take on different energies but if you're consistently being the same energy as them like it's almost like two women in a relationship it's not going to work because that's not her her preference mm.
3: yeah and like being a being a bitch can it also equate to acting like putting the i've got this mask on because women have sick intuition right yeah so with the high performer who is pretending to like really have it all together and like being able to manage all his things when he's got an amazing woman in his corner and he could lean but he's not like that's that's not something women don't feel. Right? Women feel that. They feel that my man's struggling or my woman's struggling. I don't know if men feel that, but you feel that they're 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 taking on more than they can handle and that you're the actually the god-given gift here to support them and they're not willing to lean on you because they're I've got this mask is weighing more than um I can count on my partner yeah and it it makes you feel like you're not in a partnership which I think is
1: Mm -hmm. something that to me is very very important is to feel like anyone that I'm planning to invest significant amounts of time in, I want to feel like we're partners and if they aren't taking advantage of my yeah. skill set, it's almost like Yes. never mind you're not good enough to help me. Never mind I don't see the value in all that you bring to our truly, partnership. Truly, truly,
2: that's the thing. It, right. might, it might also lend itself to a level of trust. Like, if totally. if I'm in love with someone, I want to tell them everything. And I'm going to be up, I'm going to be down, like I, I want to share that. And I want that, you know, that, that yeah. quote unquote, like that rock effect, you know? So, it's the same thing, like I'll be there for her.
3: So guys, like... For you, what holds a man back as a high performer? Is it the mask of being a high performer or is it just a guy thing like from being vulnerable? Is it the fear of judgment? Is it the fear of like not having it all together? Like why would you feel like you couldn't communicate your truth to a woman?
0: So for me, I think it's, It Now it comes down to the fear of being judged in that sense, right? When I was recently thinking that I had what I wanted to have and I expressed that vulnerability in the sense where I was out one night and next thing you know, like, I'm out and I started feeling worry. I started feeling self-deprecating thought in the sense where I'm like, yo, like, things are clicking so much and it, it comes down to that whole upper ceiling thing or that whole upper limit thing and I get that. And it was just like, yo, like why do I have so much at this point? Like things are clicking, business is clicking, podcast is clicking, my relationship with this woman is clicking and the next thing you know, like I'm sitting there with her in New York City looking at the fucking ball as it's about to drop in like a week, drinks are flowing, like everything is fucking great. And then I'm just like, yo, I'm sitting there worrying and I express that to her. And I think for me now the limitation is the fear of judgment because I did express that and it was rejected,
3: Mm.
0: right? To the sense where I thought I was communicating Mm -hmm. properly, right? I I thought I was communicating properly saying like, hey, this is worrying. question.
3: Were your fears and doubts around her?
0: No, not at all. That's exactly why I communicated in the sense that I did. But now today, weeks after that happened, it's just like, do I communicate like that ever again? And of course, I will eventually, you of know. Course, but like,
3: but it, of course, it, it's it's like putting your hand near a hot stove to grab something delicious. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> like that's a great snack. Do I want it really though? Because I burned last time. Yeah, right. I hear you. Yeah. For
2: uh, for me, I think it has to do with a big thing about how we're raised. So, Italian household, immigrant parents, like...
3: You're Italian, no way. (laughs) Um,
2: What does that mean? (laughs) No, she knows, she knows. Thank you. um yeah when you're growing up like being vulnerable no you got to be macho guy like you're vulnerable well, vulnerability equals bitch but as i've learned personal development improves like vulnerability doesn't equal bitch depending on how you use it there's a balance there's a line right you leverage it so um i think that's the biggest thing is like people are taught as you know, like I know you, uh, we just on the email recently, like you alluded to the book, the Four Agreements. Mm-hmm. So you talk about the domestication. That's why you read. It. Well, I That's read why it. You I read it before actually, right, which is right, pretty right. crazy because it's like magnets. Right. Yes. But um, the we're all domesticated growing up. Like we only know what our parents or grandparents or great grandparents know. Um, so if all they knew is, I need to be the shield, I need to save the woman, I got to block her from the arrow, or, you know, the the lion that's coming to eat us, or whatever, like, that stems through evolution. So, like, I, I said this, I think I said this, like, two years ago in a speech, like, the vulnerability, like, that was a big no-no for me. Like, mm-hmm. stop being a most bitch. Most men. Yeah, stop, that's it. Most
3: men, most men uh, were raised to believe that that's a sign of weakness. Exactly. And, obviously, for women, too we have also become accustomed to that belief. So that's why you use might also experience that sign of rejection, because unfortunately, even in Ty's experience, it's a true feeling that does come up for women too. It's like, Oh shit. Well, then he's not secure that I'm not secure. Right? So it does trigger a feeling in women. So it's a recalibration for both gender. It's, yeah. it's not just on you guys to just all of a sudden own your vulnerability. It's on us as women just to hold this space to be able to be a safe place for you guys to land without getting all freaking rocked and insecure because we're so grounded in who we are. And that's a big part. That's on us as women to be secure in who we are enough that we don't need that security from men, that we can be that security for men when we need to be it and then vice versa.
0: So how do you know as a significant other when the other person or yeah, your other person or your partner or whomever is in that ideal state. So for instance, I'm gonna relate this to uh, pinball, right? You've played pinball before. Yeah. So when the ball is up and it's like bouncing around, you're getting all these points, it's great. But then like when it comes all the way back down, I feel like that's where your partner is and like those little flicker things are like <laughs> supposed to bounce you back up.
3: <laughs> like, you go, Hop in.
0: like that's a fucking phenomenal example. Like how do you know when your partner is the ideal flipper?
1: she got it, girl how do you know when they're the ideal flipper yeah um, or
0: how do you know if they are qualified to be your flipper or or something along as those a lines? woman yeah as a woman like how, qualified
1: how to be my flipper um am i really making think? because they do really because they do what thing. i That's ask a them thing. to do and they're able to understand what i'm asking for um i have learned that I just need to ask for what I want.
3: Yeah. If you're if, I'm still struggling if, with that. As it, a woman, but if you communicate it. what you want clearly and it's still not executed, then walk. <laughs> like then walk. Like if you're working with somebody. Yeah. If simple. you're working with somebody to understand what you need and what you want, and you're communicating what you need and what you want clearly, and they're unable to do that, then it's time to walk. Well, let's put it this way: I've never
1: left anyone because they didn't understand, because I didn't tell them what I wanted, and they, the only time I've ever walked away from someone is because I told them what I wanted, and they either were unable to understand it, or they refused to do it.
2: Right. And
1: so
0: think, how could uh, I, I'm but, sorry, no. go ahead. How could I get you, to, and I'm not saying you particularly, but how could I get a woman, maybe you, how could
3: I... <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> By the way, I know you can't see her, but she's stunning.
0: How could I get a woman to be more open to telling me what she wants?
3: You start it. You
0: be by asking, first. like... By me telling her what Julie. I want?
1: Julie. I mean, saying something like, hey, it's really important for me to feel like I'm making you happy. Mm-hmm.
2: You give her the safe space. Mm. Did
1: I do that today? Yes. What could I do better? Like, did you do you like it whenever I yeah. maybe plan something and surprise you or do you want, that is the wow. sexiest thing in
2: yeah. the I like world. To I, might this, bro, I might not even publish this, bro. It might just be like my cheat code
1: about Get curious what makes us happy. And like, I mean, and
3: guys, you know what, just as much as you want to know what set turns her on. My thing is like, know what turns me off. Right. Like, for me, like, I'm not upfront about this, this, and this are my turnoffs. But when they come up, I communicate them. Like, for example, for me, like, follow through is big. When guys don't follow through on their word, I'm like, man, If you can't have integrity with, with something this small, how the heck am I ever going to trust you with something big? Right? So, and like, it's, it's little it's stuff. Integrity it's with their word is huge for me. So, I think for for you guys, like for men, being like taking advantage of the opportunity to say, hey, like what turns you off so you don't fucking do it? Mm. (laughs) Like, just learn what she doesn't like so you don't do it. Right? Like,
2: learn. If if Khaled was on this podcast, that's a major key.
3: It's key, man. It's It's key. key.
2: Seriously, all of us
1: learn the turnoffs. I guess I'm sitting here thinking. And in, 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 I'm recognizing as this is coming to the forefront of my mind, I'm thinking, you know what, though? Any of the guys, if any of the guys who were never able to do the things I wanted them to do, it's not in my mind. I'm thinking it's not because they didn't know. It's because they didn't actually care enough but to do it. But if you
3: communicated, it. they didn't care enough. If you didn't communicate then they didn't know i guess where i'm going with this is i feel like
1: any man doesn't necessarily need to know these things they just need to care and be with the right woman maybe it's simpler than we're making i mean it's much
3: more yeah it's much more simple it's like i think that you nailed it when you're with the right when you're with somebody who matters to you not necessarily even the right person because you can be in a partnership or a relationship and it may not be your person, right. but that person can matter to you, right? So if when you're with someone who matters to you, you, you do the things that you know to do. But I think what we're sharing is helpful because a male might not know to ask for, hey, what turns you off? Right? But if they know that those are the trip wires that, that are gonna set her off that that he doesn't wanna an encounter anyway, like let's all alleviate the pain together. Well you let's wanna just... know
2: why they don't ask what turns you off? Because they're too macho to ask that, because they only wanna turn you on. They don't ever wanna <laughs> that makes sense. they don't ever wanna take the they don't ever wanna <laughs> be the great through break. That's through, a break good through. One. No, I'm serious. Like they don't ever wanna be that person. That's we we and when I'm, ta- I'm talking in a generalistic sense, but they don't want to be that person that gives you something that turns you off. So let's not even go there, because I'm never even capable of doing that in the old brain. Right. And then the other thing too, I was going to say before is that I think we're talking about a subset right now too. Like everything you're saying, I agree with. And also too, the other subset that we haven't necessarily talked about yet is when you go on a, a date with a woman or man that doesn't know exactly what you two are saying right now, like you two are very clear in what you want. When they don't know what they want and they're unclear, now the whole signal things happen. And like, for me, I know if I'm going to progress with someone mm. based off of like what you two are saying, like that's that's heaven. Like that, like that feels really good for me. But when that's not being said, then it's like, okay, um, do I step back? Or is this something that's worth trying?
3: Well, I think that's where it comes back to it. You get curious, right? It, you cannot pry, you cannot ask too many questions. Like, you need to you need to ask questions for your sake. So you don't waste your time. Like, you need to have enough self-respect as a female or a male. Like, either, either side of the fence. You need to have a, enough self-respect and be as in tune with yourself as you can be. So you don't waste your own time or somebody else's time. And I'm learning this and practicing this and dating, but it's like... You got to know, you got to get clear. Like, you shouldn't even be dating if you're not clear on why you're doing it. And if you're if your only intention to date is to have fun, then at least be clear on that. And then be clear to the people that you're dating that my only intention is to have fun. There's nothing wrong with dating for fun. It's just a matter of communicating that to the people that you're dating, right? There's nothing wrong with literally dating to get married. But if someone's dating to have fun, and someone's dating to get married and nobody's communicating, it's a miss.
2: Yeah, right. So, I think certain people don't actually enunciate. Like you don't say that, so they're like one. What if you, as a okay. conscious
3: person, okay. can ask, "Why not?"
2: Yeah, and that's that's usually when there's no answer, and so, that's and that's when you know.
3: Okay. I
1: feel like um, women are typically a little more clear on this quicker, and men don't think, "Oh, I'm dating this person to spend the rest of my life with them." They sort of just one day decide they don't want to be without that person
2: i usually know like me and matt talked about this actually in the last podcast like i it comes down to the little things i know by character and little things like okay how somebody does something or how they interpret a situation and then act off of it like um based upon hey like this is coming this is coming to the table and this is not exactly what I like, but when I'm with you, I'm willing to have you, let's say, like your preference come first. And when I see something small like that, like it's just just a little ca- little judgment of character thing. I see that I'm like, wow, this is okay. This is worth pursuing. Like this is something, this is something intriguing. It's sexy. Give me an example. Okay, so I was on a date once, and. Um, <laughs> I was on a date once and.
3: She's in there. I was she, at a, she's at the bar.
2: Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll tell you. So I was at a restaurant um, and they had a special. It was actually on Patron. I told you this story. It was a special oh, on Patron. Gross. So it was. it was, And this is. Tequila, is This okay. is a restaurant in Manhattan. Uh, it's, it's called Bodega Negra. It's a Mexican spot. It's not cheap for Patron. It's probably like whatever, $15 shot. They had a special. It was 5 for $30, right? So it comes. I'm thinking it comes with any kind of Patron you want, there's six shots. So I'm thinking it comes with six silver shots and that's all I drink. So I'm on a first date and the gentleman says, oh no, it only comes three silver and three Reposado. The girl I was with on the date doesn't like Reposado. Before I even said anything, she said to the guy, we're good, we'll get three silver, three Reposado. And I was like, but I know you don't like Reposado. And she's like, no. Uh, I'll be okay with it. So like she offered that. I didn't say anything. Those little things like that that is that's where the click happens for me. Like it shows character big time. It right. shows Are you personal like
3: someone who's a little self-sacrificing for, for you.
2: And not necessarily. What I like is is how someone is is confident enough or caring enough to do that. Like, well,
3: that would be self-set. A caring person would be self-sacrificing. I didn't, I didn't yeah. mean it in a, like a negative way. Yeah. In a beautiful way, she kind of put your needs before her own, right? She noticed what you needed and she was okay with saying, "I'm going to take care of my guy." Exactly. Yeah. Well, and I think in that particular instance,
1: it's more about practicality. Like Let's just get the six shots, and mm. by the time we share <laughs> like the three that we like, by the time we share the three that we like, the other ones, you know what? If we drink them or we don't, whatever, because we're still getting a great value out of it.
2: Let's so do I left this out, but she actually only drank the three she didn't like, and that wasn't because I said she should. That was her conscious decision yeah. to do that. So like, this happened without me even saying a word. I didn't, even, I didn't. even have to
3: say anything. Okay. So so what? So, so for us as women, help us out here, right? Okay. Because this feels like a hidden code. What really was so
2: attractive about that? Um,
3: wasn't the fact that she drank shots.
2: Was, no, someone was willing to think. Uh, outside of themselves. They were willing to think about someone else, put their needs, like you said, mm-hmm. before someone else's. And you, this is a first date. Like, I don't really know you that well. We laughed in the car on the way there, but I don't really right. know you that well. Mm-hmm. So for you to do that, it just shows me that that's who you are. That's very
1: interesting because I would actually tell one of my girlfriends... It shows you beyond that moment that she would be that person. Exactly.
2: Okay.
1: I, I so would actually tell one of my girlfriends, yep. don't okay. you fucking dare go on a first date, and drink whatever comes up. Don't you
0: dare do that. Why, though? What, because why?
1: Because we're afraid that if we're too cool and we're too nice with you, that you won't respect us and you yeah. won't ever put us on that pedestal. It's also a thing. Because in my experience, the women that are the bitches that demand exactly what they fucking want, exactly when they want it, Welcome to Dallas. are the ones who get it.
0: Welcome to Dallas? Um, Welcome actually, to New York City. You
1: know what? My the the, the friends that were here that City. were here visiting yeah. um the yeah. the wife tells him what he needs to do and he does it and he is
2: absolutely thrilled to do it i will say one thing though when that happens, I didn't think, "Hey, I could just get whatever I want and give her the leftovers." It actually the inverse happened. Now I wanted to do the inverse myself yeah. because I was so thrilled with that. It made me so happy, so fulfilled that that inverse happened. So I think it goes back but to here's what you the said.
3: the key, though: you're in tune with who you are, right? So yeah, you're you know right. what you're you right. value. You know right. that that's a character that that's a character trait that you're looking for. So as a dude, like you're you're basically throwing fucking spaghetti at the wall. That's wrong. By the way, when you go out there and try this experiment (laughs) and it doesn't work, right? Like, if you're gonna be a dude that's trying this experiment, like he just talked about, and you want to meet a woman like this, like it has to be something where you know what you want, like you knew that that was a character trait that you were looking for. So, when you saw that it was a direct match, yep okay, there's a difference between a guy who's not grounded in his values and a woman who's not grounded in her values, than men and women who are grounded in values, and there's a lot of high performers that. Performers out there that are not grounded in their values, or they're grounded in old values that are not going to take them to the next level. So, I really do think it initially does come back down to that first conversation about like where you're really truly at as a human like, human to human, like, who am I, what am I about, who are you, what are you about. I would say, uh, rough
1: estimate, 80% of things that go wrong in relationships are just because more than that. Ninety percent of things that go wrong in situationships or relationships or when people just start talking, <laughs> is because they're not they're not the right people for each other anyway. So no amount of any strategy is gonna change that. No, there's no
3: technical fix to it.
0: All right, so
1: here's an
3: incorrect here's the
0: question though. I've thought I've been with the right person numerous times, and Phil might laugh because I always. <laughs> I jokingly say I'm in love all the time. Aw,
1: the hopeless romantic. Me too.
0: Cheers to that. There you go. <laughs> seriously get though. Us. Um, yeah. Seriously, I forgot what I was gonna say. You're but
3: a hopeless
0: romantic. No, no, no. I was gonna get at this. How do you know? And when do you know the person is the right person? Because numerous times I've been on a first date, and I'm like, and Phil will laugh. I've spent hundreds of dollars on first dates. More
2: than hundreds. Guys. <laughs>
3: Let's be honest, we've all been in enough relationships to talk about relationships. Just because we're singles doesn't mean that we're not experts in relationship, okay? So let's just set that ground, but we're also not in relationships, so how do you know who the one is? I don't think that any of us are actually qualified to answer that question yet.
0: That's true, right? that's so, true. So like
3: everything we've been talking about up until this point is so freaking valid, like we're going our late 20s 30s like we've been doing this game for long enough late have 20s. A track, <laughs> track record to say like what works and what doesn't work in relationships and honestly like I've been in long term healthy and also long term not healthy relationships so I feel like I can say enough to set the foundation but for your question of how do you know there isn't the one there's blurry. never the one
1: there's never just the one actually, what does that mean I think that too though there's
3: not just the one I think that too.
0: So are you are you saying you're going to be married and be a swinger or
3: No. No. I no. think that I've met multiple soulmates in my lifetime. Like I've loved so many amazing people, haven't you? And I think that in thinking Fuck.
1: that there is the one I have. is huh. the part that screws it all up because then there's all of this pressure on this person to be the one and to continue to meet all of your needs as your mm-hmm. partner throughout your life. I would love to think that I get to pick one more person and I get to be with that person for the rest of my life, but I don't believe that that's feasible in most
0: instances. So do you I believe agree. in marriage?
1: Yes. And I absolutely will a little get contradictory,
0: a little contradictory. I will get
1: married again, but I don't think that there is just one person that's the right yeah, the person one for One person
3: is hard. Does that make so sense? You, so marriage, I'm not saying.
0: You I didn't know you were be, previously married.
1: I can't, I'm not saying you can't be with, um,
0: yeah, that really wasn't a big deal.
1: Um, I've, I forget I was married actually a lot um, but it just
0: it, it was a, it was a bad decision
2: no, that's I mean, good. that was good uh, I, you're basically decoding
0: yeah, she this was question, married I was
3: engaged like we've been that, in
0: I didn't want to bring any I knew that I didn't yeah. know I don't know anything about her yeah, aside so, from the fact you know, she's a lawyer so
1: I got married you know, no and I got yeah. I got married because I wanted to get married to a very nice man
0: the desire, the, the, the desire blah, blah. to be married or the desire to be married to that man?
1: No, because no. I want to get things. married. Two different things. Okay, wanted, wanted to get married. get married. Okay, that makes sense. I'm like, okay. This guy's great. You know what? He's, we were in law school together. He's going to be an attorney. He was a D1 athlete. Good looking guy. Smart guy. The checklist. I was not in love you with him. You met the standards? I was not in love with him. I was never going to be in love with him. What
0: were you in love with? Nothing.
1: Nothing. The idea. The Ooh, idea. The idea. Absolutely. But you know what? I've been there. I've done that. <laughs> I realized that that was the thing. But I'm not saying that there's not someone that you can spend the rest of your life with. I'm saying that there's not one, the one,
0: the one person. So how everyone. do you choose the one? Or how do you choose the person you get married to? Because, I mean, unless you're... Because you want to. Because you want to.
3: You yeah, want to. And that's, to my point, like, we're not there, clearly. Like, you're single. I, are you? I am. You, nope. Yeah, we're all yep. single. So... Um, I mean, you say yes to people, but I think when you choose the one, I think it's not a matter of how do you choose the one. I think it's more of a question of like, are you choosing the one for the right reasons? Because you chose who you thought was the one for the the simple sake of marriage. And like, it just needs to be fully in alignment for you. Like, I'm going to bring you back to values, but you're going to be fucked if you guys don't align with your core values. Like, it's going to be messy. Coming from someone who's engaged, who had a serious, beautiful relationship. And then once we committed, how to face off with our values and realized stood in a line, like it explodes. So values are huge, right? But how do you choose the one? You, you stop... Putting the label of the one on there, and you just realize that you're choosing this person because this is the person that you're choosing.
0: So let me ask you this What are the steps, right? Because you just said that you committed and then you discussed values. That was so, yeah. Backwards.
3: So, so backwards. for me, yeah. I was about Very to ask you that. I thought
2: it was backwards. Super,
3: super, duper, d- duper backwards. I was, I, I'm i sure hmm. everybody's experiences, but like I fell in love. I fell fast. I fell
2: hard. I fall I fell fast.
0: fast all the time. Take me out tonight, man, I'll fall fast. I agree. Bam. Dude, I face
3: planted so hard. I face planted <laughs> so hard. The next thing I knew, I was raising somebody else's son. Like it was, yeah, he was a, a full blown man child. who was an amazing human, but mm-hmm. I, I could, I was literally growing somebody else. Right. And it wasn't a match. It wasn't somebody mm-hmm. who could run with me. We weren't on the same trajectory. It was just love. It was just chemistry. It was just attachment. So you have to, there's a lot of things that you need to be aware of before you choose. But I think you choose from a place of abundance, not lack, for one. You don't choose to be with someone because you're lonely. You choose to be with someone because they compliment you. You right. choose to be with someone because they add value to your life, not because they fill your void.
1: I don't think it's a decision that you ever have to her, sit down and think I about. You don't, if it's the one, you, you're you not sitting there thinking, Guys, is this person the one? No, you had that decision was you didn't have the opportunity to even think of it. It just it was there. Happened. And and yeah. it, it was more the absence of wanting anything else so it's let me ask you this
3: there it is choice she nailed it i i believe that when i know because because i have a wandering eye like i really you definitely I, do way more than i do i'm, I'm like a boy damn crazy i'm so serious <laughs> right now i'm boy crazy and i have a wandering eye so for me i will know when i have met my person that i my like well what did you just say that it's the absence of wanting anything else and it doesn't mean that i don't um, get tempted, or that like I don't find other people attractive because that's just silly. Like I don't all automatically just stop being like a, a female who is attracted to males. Like no, just because I chose this person doesn't mean I'm suddenly unattracted to other humans. <laughs> like that's dumb. And I used to think that way. So if you're listening to this, like maybe you need to hear that. But it means that I'm choosing this person. And I'm no longer. What did you say? You don't so want. Beautiful. It's it's the absence of it's wanting anything else. The absence of else. wanting anything else. And I actually have recognized that with with people before. And that is how you know that you're all in. That's beautiful.
2: Yeah, you're cool with that. Yeah. Like you, you just the the podcast is decoding success. You just decoded like what that meant. So like if you. Yeah. If you're constant, right. you so, so if you think you, there's only one mm-hmm. out of seven billion people, then whoever you're with will never be good enough, exactly. o- according to me. Like, yeah. you know, so you, you'll always think could be, would be, should be. You'll have self deprecating thoughts. You'll just have a million questions. Mm-hmm. So, back with, to what you said, you're, it's not about is it the one, it's that I'm good enough with this that I don't need anything else because. I just don't. Like, the door doesn't even come and up. we're not
3: talking settlement. We're talking fulfillment, right? Fulfillment, so, like, no. I'm good enough with this because I'm fulfilled in this, not yeah. because I'm settling. Because there's yeah. the absence of want.
1: Because It's just
3: not there. You if, don't
1: need yeah. something from someone else. That's
2: perfect. If you that's were just it. good with it in terms of settlement, that's when I think the situation happens of divorce. But if you're good with it from fulfillment, it's this long-lasting ride. I just actually I actually want to ask a question cuz I think most guys would benefit from this. So we're talking about when you're with the right one and then, you know, if if it's if it's worth going the distance for filming wise. Okay, so let's back up a little bit on the train tracks. So <laughs> there's a lot of different ways to before you even get there, how to filter properly to get to a point where like that date is let's say it's worth both your time. So what I mean is, right? Uh, Dating apps, let's just say, right? Oh, people write stuff on it, but it's not a true filter in terms of me. Uh, Like Instagram, I I actually think. I'm not not saying it's the best. Bro,
3: you're a cutthroat. You asked the chick, what, what did you ask her that shut her down? What was your question? The
2: girl. <laughs> Happy, happiness.
3: Yes, yeah. you asked her what lit her up. You're cutthroat. Why don't you, as someone like you, who knows what they want, I'm gonna say as a high performer, I know what the fuck I want, right? Tell them what the fuck you want and find out if they know what the fuck they want. And if they don't, they need to walk. Next.
2: But okay. is it, let, let me, okay, I, I agree. That's with fair, right? I. So I'm open to all this perspective, but at the same time. Yo, that's raw and real. But at the same time, uh, what you what you just said was okay. Tell him. Yeah, and then see how they react to it. Or
3: vice versa, ask or, them and then tell them, That's
2: what I did, exactly. Okay, fine. So I, so I, I asked them. The
3: point is, you have I, a standard. If they don't match your standard, as exactly. a high perf- we're talking about high performance here. Guys, you don't have any room to mess around with any freaking noise. Like, you cannot be dabbling in um, some little trout pool when you have rainbow fish. Like, we have to be selective and, and dating intentionally when you're high performing because you are some of the five people that you spend the most time with. You're such, significant other is significantly important to your progress. So you have to be so intentional, like really, really selective. And I love the processes that you and I work, but Dude, you, you're doing the
0: thing. Are you two on, like, the same processes? Like, what, what, what does well, that it's mean? it's just
3: weeding. It just, it means that, like, you have a standard and, like, you set the standard. And so, what really yeah, happens weeding. is I let her
1: go on a date with them first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo, she so sounds I, like me. Actually, my, my, maybe I didn't word it the right way. My question was prior... Is there, from a female perspective, a way that prior to even going on that date, asking the question or telling them, yeah, to pre-qualify he based pre-qualify. upon values, based upon because? Yes, there is a way. Okay, um, I'll shut up and then I'll, I'll let you. Hold
0: on, set. hold on. I need to go some. I need to go back to something she said earlier. You said something alone, and I don't recall this because number one we're on our third bottle um (laughs) seriously that's number one um but you said something along the lines of like whatever it was i don't know um it comes down to like resistance like what if you feel personal resistance toward um the individual you think is the person that you're willing to spend the rest of your life with
1: what do you mean personal resistance
0: like if you're Ah, That's a great question. I don't know what I mean, honestly. Um, And maybe I should know what I mean. But along the lines of maybe questioning if they're the one, like if you're if you're spending time with yourself and then questioning it. And I forgot exactly what we were on earlier. That made me think this, but I wrote it down and I was just like resistance. I wrote the word resistance because you said something. And again, I don't remember exactly what you said, so I don't want to quote it, and I don't want to misquote it, which is exactly why I'm not saying it, but... Um, but
3: what if you saying it imperfectly would help her to find the answer?
0: Oof. I mean, I could just hit stop and go back.
3: Um.
1: Okay, okay. I I, I can kind of see where you're going Did with that. Did that have to do with um, the
0: vulnerability part? No. I, no. I. It wasn't that early.
1: I your head, personally... <laughs> okay you know what i was i was talking a lot of shit i was saying you know what you just know you don't right right Because right. you don't want anyone else whatever and i'm not to the level with this there's a particular individual right now in my life um that i'm not to the level of knowing but i let little weird things throw me off
0: Meaning like, what are what are little weird things to women? This is what I need to know. What are the same way okay. I just explained it, you explained? He
1: it. told me, let me tell you this part. He told me that he had a near-death experience. And I was like, this is terrible. I don't want to be with someone who's had a near-death experience. Why? Because it's weakness for me we we were just decoding this. We were actually Ashton and I were I'm actually just hyped talking to about this. I use that word. Because I have met this man that checks all the boxes, right? He checks all the boxes in the sense of um things that like people haven't checked, checked for you before in a long time. Okay. It's been a long time. Like okay. all of 2019 no one checked the boxes like this guy, which I, I did meet him in 2019, but we didn't start talking until towards the end. Um, and he started telling me wasn't things about his past. Right. He said some things about his past that were very um, that things that people would typically be kind of off put by um, like that. He was given up for he was <laughs> his mom was very young when she had him and he went into the foster care system and then his grandparents took him and, but he had already been in foster care. Like his mom literally left him at the hospital, like all kinds of crazy stuff like that, which on the surface you would think, wow, like a girl doesn't want to hear this, but I was like, Oh, this is great. This is amazing. Cause you're incredibly successful. Like this makes me respect you so much more. This is amazing. But then he was telling me like, that he can't drink carbonated beverages anymore because he has some sort of health condition. And that he had a near-death experience and had to have surgery in a
2: foreign country. He passed out in a hotel room by himself. And that was the thing that threw me off. Because you saw limits in how your life could be together. Because if that was you two <laughs> together going forward... He's no, weak. He's if, if sick. That was, what, what, yeah, what's he wrong with have, you? He can't have a carbonated beverage with you in the future. And that 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 decision is a limit. You have to t- consciously think about that before you do it. But why and does that bother people? I don't get that. Like we because
1: all have we limits feel, as humans. Because we want to feel safe as humans. and like the man is in charge, not like the man. So you're going to
0: tell me you have zero limits?
1: Oh, I definitely have limits. And,
0: and So why is it okay for you to have limits and not another guy to have limits? Or not the person you're talking to to have because like...
1: Because he's supposed to be the man. He's supposed to be strong. That's
0: bullshit, though. And I don't mean charge. to call bullshit like that, but no, that's bullshit. tell me
1: it's bullshit. You're right.
0: That is, is bullshit, I though. I wish I didn't
1: feel that way about it. I wish I didn't feel that way.
0: It's better that But he why, you why you that? do you feel that way? That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, Because why I want to feel you?
1: like he is able to protect
0: me. Okay, but that doesn't mean he can't protect you, right? I mean... That, I don't know. Is he going to start he can't falling have a apart? Well, he Are, can't have a carbonated beverage. Okay. Am I going to try to like, so.
1: am I going to try to like handcuff you to the bed and you're, Arms are going to fall off of your body? I don't know. I mean, it sounds no, no, like you just mean, a you
2: little bit deeper. <laughs> you, you just can't handcuff him and give him a carbonated beverage is all it is. You, oh you my give him God. juice, you just can't give him the soda. You can't right. give him seltzer is all it is. Don't give him seltzer. Holy it's shit. It's not just the,
3: carb, the carbonated beverages thing
1: wasn't really the big deal, but it was, like, all that combined with, like, he's telling all these stories about him getting hurt and, like... Needing emergency medical assistance.
0: And I feel like women should be accepting of that though. Like for him to share that. We
1: should be. You're right. We should be. Yeah. Like for him to share. Some would be. But we fucking aren't.
0: Like for him to share that with you though, it's just like he felt a level of comfort, number one. And I think when someone feels a level of comfort, I think women should start opening up to the fact that they feel comfortable with you enough. (laughs) This girl's going to hit the radiator one more time. Like as she stuffs a ravioli, no, uh, rigatoni (laughs) rigatoni vodka slice in her mouth. Mm -hmm. But like, I literally feel like women should be more accepting to the fact that a man is opening up to you to that point right because he's not putting that on his Instagram saying hey I have this fucking problem right like he's going to you directly because he feels comfortable enough
2: okay okay I'm a piece of shit I get it no no no, 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 no it's not, not like no. that we're not <laughs> saying that one company thinks about both judgmental no, you're, thoughts.
1: Right, you're right you're right no, no no you're fine um I was making a joke but mm-hmm. I don't want to feel that way.
2: Yeah, but,
3: well but i do
0: you know so my before. friend ashton's a coach and she will help you fix that yeah she
3: was right <laughs> so i mean this comes back to the fact that you have conditioned based thoughts and you have fear-based thoughts around security and you're basing your security on a man which isn't sustainable anyway because he's a human being too like you guys have literally nothing different between the two of you besides that he has a dick and you have a vagina is that true everything else (laughs) i hope (laughs) we'll see we'll find out when we're talking like soul-based like the fact that in your humanness like you're the same so he's going to have moments of weakness right so it's like literally learning how to repattern our own thoughts as women as far as like stop trying to put men on a pedestal of this perfection or this like Uh, like, absurd sense of strength. Like, they're not even having babies. I haven't Mm -hmm. had one, but it sounds freaking hard. And y'all are the real, like, y'all, the real warriors out there. You know? So, like, women are just as strong as men is my point. And...
0: and vice versa, by the way. And vice...
3: Just as strong. So, like, we're, we're equals, we're equals, we're equals because we're humans. Yep. And that is a hierarchy-based thought that is conditioned that men have to take care of women. And it's it's deeply embedded in your subconscious. And it's playing out in your life. I think part of this goes
1: back to, you know, like you were saying earlier, Phil, that, uh, you know, it's how you are raised, right? So, yep. my dad... Was a professional rodeo cowboy, okay? So, like... So, you're born and raised you, you
0: in, in right? Texas 100%. Yeah. I could tell. The, Holy shit. Go ahead. Go go tell someone tonight in New York City that that's what your dad the did. The
1: strength <laughs> of um my father is insane, you know? My dad is in his 70s, and he still would move my furniture for me. Most people are taking care of their parents at this age. So, I think um, a little bit of that is that... You know, my dad's so tough and so healthy and in such good shape that I so that next week just have an expectation right. that other men will be the same way. Right.
2: Yep, and you—that's what you're used to. So, like, part of it for me is like I can't blame you for that because that's what you're used to. And yes. he set a really good example. Yeah. but At the same time, that's yeah. You 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 would probably but, say well better. I'm saying no, no but no. you're
3: aware, like. Yeah. I, like, you impress me so much because of your self-awareness. Like, I want you to keep going, but I also want to just stop you and you're commend right. you. Because, like, you're on a higher level than majority of humans. I'm not going to peg me. I
2: think that's a like, problem, though, in a no, way. No, but
3: you're so aware.
2: So, please continue. Like Yeah, no, I so I appreciate that. Thank you. And then that's also leading into what you, I think you were about to say. Right. It's is like that, when you're on a higher level. Go that ahead. Also, too, like, when you're at that point, then... You know, I'm not gonna say I, I'm per, uh, no one's perfect, but I I have a certain uh, mm-hmm. I have a certain set of values, a certain mm-hmm. set of like what makes me happy, and um and and the other thing too is like when I find that too, and it's like that whole magnet effect, mm-hmm. then it's like wow it clicks. Okay. So up until you find that, that's why I asked the question before about kind of like almost like the filter. Um, in a totally authentic way, like I'm not trying to be like that guy, but in a totally authentic way, how to well, all that time is so valuable, so precious. We don't wanna waste stuff. We don't right. wanna have two hundred dollar dates, right. fit McDonald's two hundred dollar dates, I wish okay, two hundred dollar so dates. Can I ask you,
3: so what like if you're gonna go on a date, what's your ultimate goal? Is your goal to go on a date and have a good time? Is your goal to go on a date and go on another date? Is your goal to go on a date and
2: meet your wife? meet my wife at this point is to go on a date so to matt
3: loves that i use this word but sure. this is back to you right so yep. what would be most advantageous for a guy
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she drops that word every other sentence every
3: other sentence what would be most advantageous for a guy okay who already knew what he wanted and he was going out on a date like how would that guy show up how is the guy who knew what the fuck he stood for and knew what the fuck he wanted, how would he show up to a date? And what would he require his woman to show up
2: as? Well, I, this is just my progressive experience. So my progressive experience is I'm not going to come and lay it on the table and say, yeah, this is what I want. Okay. Either you like it Fair. or not.
3: We're not talking about being um, like, yeah.
2: But, but I like... I get turned on if I like, if they say something, which then comes back to my values. It aligns for me. It aligns for me, exactly. Yeah. So like, but I don't want to say, hey, this is me. Why not? Because I don't want the person to not be themselves and say that's them when it's really not them. Ah. I I want to I hear it first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good one. That's big. I want to hear it first. That's That's, that, that's my thing. But
3: Lady, that's, that's also beautiful, and you can really respect that, because many men will actually do the opposite many men will actually let you talk about yourself for as long as freaking possible so then they can mirror you, right? And then they can adopt your principles and then they can't actually hold that vibe or hold that mask up for a long time. And I'm sure you guys have probably Only been there. men with no self-confidence. Well, we've all been there at some point where we have put on a mask to try to like meet up to the expectations. I feel like some women are. do that more than men do.
0: We're men do it
3: too. more though.
1: malleable.
0: I don't think you have enough general. conversations with men. In, in regards to this was this eye-opening for the both of you by the way
1: oh this yeah. this has been yeah. this has been awesome i right. could talk about this awesome. for,
0: years, yes. <laughs> for years for years for so years i love it you mentioned something and i i just want to kind of touch on this and it's not necessarily on like the topic we were just kind of getting into but in regards to like maybe it is actually kind of a, you know aligning with what we were talking to everyone was like talking about like the male being the dominant one like, what about the female being the dominant one? Like, why is that?
3: It didn't work in my experience.
0: Why though? Like, I don't understand like why the female can't make more money. Why the it female can't. It didn't work can't. in my experience.
3: And I think it comes down to my beliefs about it, right? So like, if if I was the dominant person in my relationship. I'm not if, turned on by a man being well, subservient to well, me. That's that's Period. clear. So that's number one. Done. If, if it's not attractive to you, doesn't that's matter. What want. It's not work. And what I found out also is that it wasn't attractive to me. I was leading my relationship, and I didn't like that. Right? But but let me say this, like, no, I'm pretty sure that's it.
0: So let me ask you this. <laughs> let, 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 let's um, yeah. let's yeah, sure. reframe this from a financial perspective. Okay. If you're making three hundred fifty thousand and your man is making a hundred thousand, is that that much of an issue to you?
3: If I, I i wouldn't put those numbers to it but i would put those ratios to a relationship my past relationship mm. i wouldn't put those exact numbers but i would put that ratio and it became an issue not conscious like i didn't know it was an issue but it was an issue and i was pushing him to lead when i was leading i was pushing him to be the financial leader when i was the financial leader so like Yes, the answer one hundred percent is.
0: Why me. did that get to you though? I don't understand
3: did why that gets to you. Did you feel
2: like you were a coach in your own relationship?
3: Not a coach because I that wasn't the problem. I felt like I was. Um, I felt like I could have done what I was already doing on my own with more freedom. For example, like if I can take care, if I was going to take care of myself already, then I didn't have to do it. Why the fuck the am I sacrificing to take care of you? Yeah. you got to bring a lot to yeah. the table if I'm like,
1: sacrificing my own life to take care of you. If
3: I was going to give up some freedom for this, then, then, then why am I going to give up my freedom? And take, my money. Yeah.
0: So what are the ways that that man and maybe not that man specifically could have reciprocated Well, pivoted? like Based so for values, instance yeah. you were bringing the finances to the table mm-hmm. right you were making more than him right but what could he have brought you that would have got you to the point where it's like okay that's even and of course like financial stuff brings a lot of monetary values to the table whether that's rent or food well, I or. i've grown
3: a lot since then so i think i think one thing that i have to just admit and recognize is that uh people need to bring different strengths and that might maybe my expectations were unrealistic in some ways And that I could have valued his strengths a little bit more. So I think it's a little bit more of like you really doing a true evaluation of like your situation and being radically honest with where you're at. Like, is this person taking advantage of you or are they really working towards their best self? And like, are they on their way? I don't think that you can have
1: a relationship with a disparity in income that is not addressed. Mm. So, So, for instance... If I feel like the other person needs to be making up for what I'm bringing to the table, I think that needs to be, I think. My value mm. of what I'm bringing to the table needs to be addressed and recognized, versus his value, as well as his value of what he's bringing to the table, so that we're clear, clear. Because
3: we're talking high performance here, that like, we're clear
1: on who's doing what. Because if I feel like I'm being taken advantage of all the time, and the other person, I feel like they need to make up for it. They need to level up or whatever it is. Then they need to know that and they need to know what I value versus, Mm
0: -hmm. you know, like. So let me ask you this, let me ask you a question. If we're in a relationship, right, and you're making 350, I'm making 100. But the reason you're making 350 is because I'm bringing you so much motivation and so much influence that's pushing you to make 350. Do you not feel like that evens the playing field?
3: It didn't for me. Um, So
0: your significant other was motivating you in the sense... Really? I don't agree with that. But here's
3: what happened, and I'll be completely transparent, ladies. I took it for granted.
0: You took it for... Okay, Okay. listen. Say it again. Say it into the fucking mic. I took
3: it for granted. You
0: took it for granted. I did. So if someone is fucking motivating you, like, I've never felt... I took it
3: for granted, and not with that person, I wouldn't take it back. But with the right person, I would take it back.
0: Right right I think there well, that's is that's beautiful
2: because n- you learned There, that's the bigger yeah, point yeah that's the bigger
0: point of that that's the yeah. 100% the bigger point yeah. of it right and that's the hardest part to actually I grasp
3: I had a cheerleader for sure
0: right and it's not necessarily having a cheerleader but it's just like not someone that's like, oh, go do this, like rah, rah, rah type shit, but like when you're with someone and you know that you're with someone, it's like they're striving for their greatest
3: and- But that's the key, right? So like you're saying that like they're moving and you're moving and I think that's, because I've said this in the start, it comes down to values. Like if, if you both value personal growth, if you both value contribution, then you're set, right? right? And it doesn't really matter where the person at is at on their journey you just know that you know what, like they value con- contributing just as much as I do, but they just are not making the impact that they even want to make right now. And I'm going to support them because they're probably feeling like shit about that, right, right? Right, 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 and like vice versa. So I think the very first thing is like, I,
2: like I may you know, not we, be. There, I want to hear her I'll Meet point. you there. Yeah. I
3: I
1: I think it also comes down to yeah the amount of money and what it, it comes down to the amount of money.
0: Really? Does it really come down to the amount of money? I think it
1: comes down to the amount of money in the sense of the life that you want to live. Because if I'm making $500,000 a year and I decide to fall in love with someone who's making $100,000 a year, but I already have everything I want, then I'm going to care a lot less about the financial contributions of that
0: person. So what happens if that relationship comes before you have everything that you want versus after.
1: I think it's a lot more strain when I'm Mm. still striving because technically they're not meeting my needs. Mm
2: -hmm. Is it a different perspective? Like you on the way there versus being there, it's two different sets of relationships. Absolutely,
1: because it's about my needs being met. Mm It's about what I want for my life. If I want you're talking to live versus thriving. Exactly. If I want to live, if in my mind I have this ideal for the kind of car I want, for the house I want, for the area I want to live in, for the um, you know, extra travel or budget splurges that I want hmm. and I'm not able to have those because you're here not contributing the same right. amount I am, feels like you're actually taking that away from me. What
2: question? At what point in number of dates would you make that known? Would you make that known on the first date, the second date, the third date? I Which is
3: kind of what, what was asked go, earlier I, about I how would, blunt
0: do you be? I probably wouldn't go
1: out with someone that I didn't think could contribute financially to the Which goes
3: back down level. to you value the same shit. <laughs> but yep. the
0: thing is, at the end of the day, I can I can come to a date right now and look like a fucking billionaire. Look like I can, okay. but you won't know. How will you know unless you ask? This add?
3: isn't about being some fucking fraud that looks like something. This is about being a transparent person showing up this with This is getting values. very
0: contradictory, by the no, way. No,
3: you show up... It is. No, you show up transparently with common values, period. It's not hard.
2: This is getting very okay, contradictory. Okay, so, so I actually, I agree with what you were saying, and that's why I asked that that. that this is why I have Phil here,
0: by the way, because okay. I knew if I was by myself, I would be getting ripped apart. Yeah. Oh, thank you for God, being here, I'm Phil. No no, 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 no. Thank no, you for no, being no. here. Because
3: I'm nice. No, 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 no you're,
2: you're very nice. No, you're, you're both. I don't know if she's nice, though. <laughs> like, the reason I asked about the first, second, third, or tenth is because of this. It alludes back to my question before about the pre-filtering process. You said you wouldn't have gone on that date if you knew that. My My thing is, honestly, how do you know that prior to the date? Because with me, like... I don't really know. I know someone's energy based off of Instagram, like pictures, comments, <laughs> based captions. Off of like no, like seriously, seriously. Or if a friend. Percent, dude. 100%, the best, 100%. the best thing is like if a friend introduces you like that, and that's cool because if you trust that friend. But like, no, the, okay. here's what it comes down to: I don't know prior to that first date. You so you
3: go on the date, but you don't just
2: continue dating. Exactly. Okay. Cool. So that's my answer.
3: Yeah. Well, no, 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 I feel like we're
1: not really answering your question, though. What was your exact question? It's like, how many dates does it take okay. you to know?
2: I asked, how many dates would would it take you until you voiced that? Your answer initially was, I wouldn't have gone on that date. Mm-hmm. And my comeback was, I would have gone on it because I wouldn't have known prior what yeah. their financial status was. So, I'm, so the, the difference is that you're not going on it. I am going on right. it, and I'm trying to figure out right. what's making you not go on it versus me going on right. it. Like, like, what do you know that I don't know, basically?
1: Well, I can tell you, um, I still remember the first fucking minute I saw this guy that I'm crushing on right now. He had a Louis Vuitton duffel bag like crossed over Material. his body. Material. Material. Right? Look. And he walks in.
0: You went out with him first? Takes it
1: off his shoulders, sets it up, grabs, like, I don't know, however many stacks of hundreds. You were right there. You saw it. Slams it it down on the table and goes, you know what I want, and walks off. And I was like, oh, my God, yes.
0: Are you fucking kidding me? I swear
3: to the
1: Lord. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, please come here to me again and be with me forever.
3: Um... And then actually. Re-
0: Yo, with him. bro, if
1: and then that's Ashley the
3: case. On a day with him, so then I went on a date with
0: him. L- listen, I'm gonna tell but you this. I'm moving to fucking Europe because they don't give a fuck about that.
1: Uh, I don't know where in Europe you're gonna move that they don't give Oh, a fuck trust about me, that, I've been but, to the I mean,
0: richest of richest places in Europe. They don't give a fuck about money.
1: It wasn't it was that... It was that he was in
3: charge it was that he was in charge of everything There's more to him as a human than
0: Okay, so let me give you this example All right, so let me ask you this would this have turned you on I take you to the most beautiful rooftop in New York City I dap up the bouncer in fact I dap him up and he gives me a kiss on the cheek because he fucking respects me that much we go upstairs (laughs) You're laughing But it's true It's fucking true Gives me the kiss on the cheek We go upstairs They say hey Do you have a reservation? I say no But I'd like a table And they say okay No problem Mr. Labrie We'll take you right to your table Boom 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 We're done is that the same thing as the material item that you just mentioned? Because you just oh, mentioned. 100%, 100%. Okay, okay, that's yeah. all I needed to know. Because like, oh, it's more I mean, so a respect thing, and it's more it's so like an authority power, thing. It's a like power. I can take care power. It's a power. It's a Yo, I got that. fucking yes. power. It's power yes.
2: in charge of security. Okay, that's totally what it meant. It meant that if I could afford this bed, so I do the right thing. It, I
3: do the right thing I mean when security. I take these
2: chicks to my it means fucking that I spots. Take care of okay,
3: not if you're fronting
0: but i'm not fronting not though. You're
3: not friending, you're friending. Well like one it comes
0: my, down to a relationship thing.
1: One of my best friends that's a guy has expressed his feelings for me. And um one of the things that's the most attractive to me is that he has he's actually super cheap. Like admittedly, he's <laughs> absolutely I respect cheap. that. He's so cheap, but he has hookups literally everywhere. Everywhere we go because he was in you know, whatever the reason is, but he has hookups everywhere we go. He's cheap as hell. But the fact that he has hookups completely makes up for the fact that he's cheap. Like he literally flew home. This man makes over a million dollars a year. Okay, he literally flew home on Christmas Day because he didn't want to spend the extra $120 to fly
2: home the day after Christmas. <laughs> That's how he was raised. Welcome to wow. high performer
3: <laughs> women, by the way. You're <laughs> so welcome.
2: That is a little outrageous.
3: Welcome to the high performer woman, though, because this no, is a No, I what think it's because you live
0: in Dallas.
3: Like, this is a perspective. It's,
0: That's it's Dallas, though. That's Dallas. That's not New York City. That's Dallas, by the way. Well,
1: maybe we're spoiled.
0: That's Texas.
1: What do you you mean that's Dallas? What do you mean
2: by that?
0: That's very much so a stereotype, and I don't mean to stereotype, but, like, I don't know anyone in New York City that would do that.
2: You would do what? I don't know. I think the bigger thing is that it... For lack of a better word, it turns you on that he has yeah, all these hookups you because it gets it. it gets you excited. It's like even if he had two dollars in power, his pocket, power, it gets you excited. It's power and that's
3: Tyler's thing, it's right? Authority. So like that's not me. Her and I are very different in that way. So like we just need to profess that this is not like a blanket thing.
0: Let yeah. me ask you a question though. Her Why did you I both go on a date with the same dude?
3: Well, it didn't really happen. like
0: <laughs> Well, you said it like that, and that makes me worry. That <laughs> makes me worry. It's like, oh my god! Guys, like, go Give the sign it. of the cross. I'm
3: a little more. I actually went
1: out to dinner with a group with the guy. I'm a little more. A- Ashton's the one that's like, I want the boys, and I'm more like, ah, let's just party and everybody has fun. Like, yeah. makes sense. I, I'm, okay. I'm not the. I'm never. Yeah. I, when I'm with my girlfriends, I'm never the one that's like, I want that guy.
3: I'm right just there. as much as of a of a guy as, as the guy right okay. so like I when I see a guy that I want like I know that I want that guy and then I'm gonna get that guy period In the story where mm.
1: uh, I'm like I, that when I'm by myself but I'm not like that when I'm with my girlfriends like yeah. when I'm with my girlfriends I, I'm like hostess I'm like oh, I'm
3: and I don't that mean that I'm in a stinky in. way I just yeah. mean that like No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, I'm going to have a conversation with this dude, and I'm going to figure out if this dude aligns for me or not. That's what I mean by I want that guy. Like, I had a crush on this guy the whole time we were at this party. Like, I was like,
1: oh, my God, he's so cute. The (laughs) whole time we were at this pool party. Had you spoken a word to him? And I had never spoken a word to him. I did not speak a single word to him the entire time. I love that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So that's cool. You're decoding... Uh, introductory body and conclusion yeah so like, yep.
1: oh so why did we go on a date with the same guy no she went out with him
3: with That's some other people a group though like it was a total group thing what was I doing that oh, night well, you were actually supposed to come but we had just had a really full day and you were tired so like we were all supposed to go and you were supposed to come we were supposed to go out and we were going to have dinner and we did without you <laughs> um, but because he and i were not on an actual date i actually happened to meet somebody i was interested in that i and i left with his friends <laughs>
2: gotcha. gotcha so
3: so that uh little little train did not last but i think that
1: it's i also don't care how tall guys are okay. you don't ashton really cares about guys being taller than her yeah i'm gotcha. selective i am yeah, okay. i'm okay with it
2: Like, uh, well, I think what you're both insinuating is that it's different. Like you said before, it's not one blanket, it's different. You have, I could just tell you're like both friends, you're both high performers, but like, you have, and
3: we're both high performers exactly.
2: So it goes to show that it's not one, yeah. And like, these
3: are two people that are like, we're very, very close. I mean, and we're still
1: different in a lot lot of ways, but we're very, very close. We're sisters,
3: like, we're. Yeah, like you could not really differentiate us otherwise, probably, right? Like (laughs) our our dating is probably the one thing that is different about us. Like everything else (laughs) that you would say is really aligned. I will date some ugly ass dudes, and Ashton.
1: Never date ugly dude. I will date an ugly dude. I will date. Uh, you
3: like nine and a half, ten. Like, like huh? I, like I am very, very
2: particular. There's different things that that you are attracted to as compared to her, and different standards. So, and there's nothing wrong with it. She cares
1: about them being like have. at least a nine or a ten, and I'll be yeah. like, ah, you know what?
0: I respect that it's though. Fine. I respect that. I feel like. Of course you do, because you're a man. Well, here's the thing. I think <laughs> Phil hit the nail on the driven. head. He said that there's like. By the way, we've literally been rolling for an hour and a half here. So if Woo! you have to go, just, uh, yeah. just let me know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I could go on for days with this.
3: This us so much fun. Let's bring it to an end for the listeners.
0: You want to bring it? I was just about to ask something. Oh,
3: yeah. no, no, nah, no, no, no. You no, 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 don't no, mean one like, one 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 don't ask a I question. forgot
0: what it was ask though. So I would just. I didn't. <laughs> uh. <laughs> i'm a savage um so phil has something and i'm not going to quote him directly but like phil has like these three standards that i kind of adopt and not maybe not standards it's
3: fine but if you did
0: right no i mean i adopted them in my own way because i think it's true and i think like the first thing is always physical like for me at least like i need to feel at least some physical attraction um that's something. I mean, I clearly, that's not something up. that you.
1: No, I'm still physically attracted to them, even though they're not nines or tens. But I. I... But
0: you just said they're ugly.
1: No, but they're rich. You... <laughs> no, I mean, I've gone out with some. I mean, Watch Guy
0: wasn't. Watch Guy, I hope Watch Guy is fucking listening Look, to this. We're
1: talking really like Ellie's an eight. You wouldn't have gone out with him. Nope. <laughs> she was like I mean he's at least an eight. I was like would you go out with him nope <laughs> yeah anyways continue but oh, so I mean I think I got my point across. so the physical time. thing is I I have actually like for instance the good guy friend of mine that has expressed his feelings for me we get along great the good guy that friend makes holy annoying. shit
0: he is friend zoned as fuck but
1: I'm not physically That's attracted to him I'm not physically attracted to him.
2: Well, I, think that's, that. yeah, I think that's a big that. thing. Yeah, I've struggled with that. Like,
1: shit, like, should I give it a shot with someone I'm not physically attracted to? Because I'd be, maybe I'd be happy with them because they're a good person. Because we have a, a we're, we're no. really good friends. But I'm just, no. Is
3: this the <laughs> same guy
2: that makes the million? They all... They all make the million. So (laughs) they're from Dallas, bro. They all do. I think you're struggling with it because there's a certain part of him that you like and a certain part that you don't like. And it hasn't fully clicked yet.
1: Um, it's not even about the money because he is very cheap. Um, well, it doesn't mean he doesn't have money.
2: Yeah. Yeah, being cheap.
0: Let's just clarify that being yeah. cheap yeah. does not mean you don't have. Of money. Of course,
1: it doesn't Correct. mean that you don't have money. But let's just it let's does just get mean, that out there. It does take some of the fun out of having money, though. Yeah, of course,
0: it takes the fun out of it. It does. But here's the thing: Would you rather them splurge all their money and then have none?
3: No. What you would rather is someone who has cash flow where they can invest in all the things and still provide.
2: And have fun. Present okay. baby. Where they're not, where
1: they're not, where they're not flying home on Christmas Day to save 120 bucks.
2: That don't happen in New York, I promise you. That's that.
1: weird, right? That's weird.
2: Yeah, that's weird.
1: Okay, but that was point one. What was the other point? You were saying that men need to be physically. So attractive.
2: your first point was physical. Right,
0: yeah. There's there's different points, and this varies for everyone. So it's physical attraction, mental attraction, um, whatever else Let's type of attraction. attraction. Yeah, attraction. spiritual. Attra- I mean, I'm a Catholic, so I need my woman to be Catholic. But that's a whole other story. But um, why? Yeah, she just zippered her mouth because we had well, this conversation. Could, well, you could
2: well forget about the word Catholic.
0: Just say spiritual. Spiritual, so right? Physical, spiritual, mental, spiritual, right? 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 Look at you diffusing things over here. Right. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I, I try and keep it clear, clear yeah I don't think there's really a question embedded within it it's just like you know I I think physical for me at least is the first thing it's like if I'm not physically attracted to you I'm not talking to you
1: I feel like that's for it should be for all people but it's Stronger for men
0: than it is for women. So for women, it's Rude. about the wallet, it's an
3: energy thing. It's not about men or women. It's about if you're in your masculinity or if you're in your feminine. If mm-hmm. you're a woman who is in her masculine, you're fucking ready to go. Like you just are. You that's what you're about, right? Sure. No, because you're not. I in her I masculine.
1: I disagree. I think that men always.
3: Well, Ty, you and I is are so lady. different, and we have had this conversation for. A
0: How did you two ago. meet? Let me ask you that. Because um, you're not from Dallas. We were you born and raised in Dallas? Women's.
3: No, we born and nice raised in Texas. We though. met at a business women's group, and originally we worked together. She was a yeah. client of mine, and then we transitioned into friendship because she, uh, like, she was already me, right? Like, we were already at the same level. Like, right. and then so we kind of realized that, like, we don't necessarily need to have this client relationship we need to have this like sharpening relationship because she could serve me as much as i could serve her
0: so where in dallas are you from
1: um i'm actually from south texas south of san antonio Hmm.
0: how far is houston from that
1: um my hometown is about six hours from dallas and probably four and a half from houston
0: we've i've never been anywhere other than houston in texas and we went to this one spot called um what was it called
2: oh man it was the best Mexican spot
1: fuck it was Houston. literally
2: the best the name, Mexican was... spot ever
1: well when you guys come visit us in Dallas we'll take you to Javier's
2: we'll do podcast number two there we'll bring the mic
0: Javier's okay Javier's, Javier's. so this is really gonna bother me for a little bit um it was on Navigation Boulevard I do remember that yeah
2: that's great Navigation. I'm
0: really good with direction but fuck it's gonna bother me don't worry. We'll we'll I'll, Anyways, I'll help you
1: figure it out.
0: Okay, you can I'll help, help you figure
2: me.
1: It you know, out. will help
0: us figure it out. Too.
1: <laughs> I'll help you figure it out. There yes.
0: Okay. Back back to what we were talking about. So you two are totally different. We get that. Um, She's on her phone.
1: I mean, I guess in a
3: certain way, um, but yeah. And and the way we perceive men, actually, yes. Yeah. Everything else about us is very similar. Like
1: I am so one man woman i
0: can't even like what does that mean one man woman because i feel like you're so fucking contradictory to code that no <laughs> not
1: code- at all dude once i like one guy like like she's saying one guy and one girl she's not saying she likes men
3: and women <laughs> i'm saying i get that
1: i once i decide that i like a guy i even if we're not like there or i shouldn't even be there i'm like you're nope. hooked
0: i just want to be with him
3: but that's right. all attachment do, do, do. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So like, we're very similar, except like I don't give a fuck about money. Guys,
3: you both get attached. Anything else?
0: Woo! How do you avoid the attachment?
3: You learn what your attachment style is, and then you build a conscious awareness it. That's
0: so about corny. It. That's so corny. Be more American. Be more like. Oh
1: no, I am uh, anxious attached. I like it. Don't worry. I have an attachment style. I realize that See? my attachment style. Did you is read the book? Yeah, did you read the book? She did, actually. Oh, I have read.
0: All yeah, no. I've been the recommended on. the fucking book so too. I've been recommended them. thirty books. Um, no,
1: two books. Bro. Anxious. I read them both. I an anxious I read attachment them both. style. both. but I've learned that now, like ahead of time to protect myself, I just okay. say. These are the things that I need to keep me from freaking out.
0: All right, so give me some examples. Let, let, let's decode this book very quickly. This
3: is never gonna go live because it's two hours.
0: It's okay. What does anxious attachment mean? Anxious I might, attachment. I might have this.
1: Means that you are, <laughs> um, cons- you have like a fear of uh, an unrealistic fear of being abandoned, that, and you Amy. need constant re you need constant affirmation that they care about you.
0: What are the other ones? There
1: are
3: other
0: ones. Let me hear them.
3: Then that's why I told you that I have to look the book
0: up. But No, no, no. You told me to read the book. You didn't tell me you need to look the no, book. No, I
3: told you that I'm gonna look up the book. When you finish your first book, that I'm yeah, I gonna share that. with you the second book. So it it's it's
1: anxious attachment. Um there's like a mixed one which is basically where you you want to bring someone in and then you want to push them away. You want to bring them in really, really close and then it scares you and then you push Fuck, them away. that's me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's of me, right that's me. you read it. That's oh my God, God, that is well, you me. Have to complete mm-hmm. your first
1: book first. Yeah, and then there's um, it's it's Fuck. It's, it's basically a sliding scale between avoidant and anxious, Matt, right? So anxious Matt. is the
3: this is exactly what we read, but help I just, you have to read, you finish your upper limits first, please. Complete. We're practicing completion. Ooh, first.
1: Okay, so it's a sliding scale between um, avoidant and anxious. I'm anxious, way over here. Love me, love you know, me, hold me. Like the little love me, love me, hold me. What is that thing with the big, <laughs> big eyes? The little cute. Something. Oh it's my! Oh my like, yeah. um like And then oh it's, avoidant it's is game and you're scared to be close there. to anyone. So am well, I the
3: anxious one, or am I?
1: Fuck. Yeah. And then there's those people that flip back and forth. Like,
0: apparently. I might flip back and forth, yeah. Yeah. I might flip back and forth.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am I'm completely aware of these styles and how they are playing out in my reality because I have most recently had somebody have the, what, anxious, what what's one that goes? that one? Whoo. Anxious avoidant? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have to look at yourself. Like, it's, and, like, it's not just about understanding yourself but it's about understanding who you're attracting it's really really big so i told you i was gonna look up the name to this book I'm pretty. you sure
0: haven't just, though i know it i has. might as well just reach out to tyler you
3: might as well you know
0: what it sounds like it would be a faster
3: and I efficient route honestly mm-hmm. recommend her and that's fine by me so if you can get him that book that'd be great Ooh, i'll just different... give you the login to my kindle or yeah,
0: whatever <laughs> <it> <laughs> is. That'd be oh, wow so learn. much more resourceful by the way <laughs>
3: Uh, Tony Robbins says that the number one skill to being successful is to being resourceful. So, babe, thank you for taking care of that.
1: <laughs> man, um, man, whatever. Oh appreciate it. Uh, but as a result, you're actually the resourceful one because you delivered me.
3: <laughs> no, There we go. Hey. Um, but it's the truth it's the truth it, actually a lot of this relationship stuff what we're talking about everything that we set the precedent for here it comes down to a couple of things for, in my perspective as somebody who deals with humans on a regular basis it, um, values and attachment styles I think those are big like those are really big themes that we hit on tonight that are not anything to take lightly like we've been throwing around a lot of banter and we've been talking a lot of truths and we've been sharing a lot of things but like if I can literally speak to anybody to take a look at yourself like the two things that I would literally evaluate out the gate would be your values do they match up do your high performer values match up with your the other person right and then like honestly take a look at your attachment style like that's big
2: because oh I'm sorry I do not mean to be disrespectful. I have to ask you a question before the sons Because we asked this on the last podcast, but it was all guys. So now it's women. Uh, the question was, when, you, when you're with someone, and you're a high performer, you're a high performer, and you're busy, right? Can your busyness ever get in the way of someone if you're attracted to them? Can your schedule ever get in the way? Is there such a thing as being busy... To where that gets in the way, or will you find the time? Will you make the time?
3: I will always find the time. Okay. I find the time
0: for the people that I get. really okay. I just, yeah, I I'm gonna respect together. your time. Always find I'm the a time. I'm
3: really, I am probably an asshole, honestly, to most people. I don't but
0: believe I, that at all. Cause I you're actually, a very nice person.
3: I am, but I, I'm very, I'm a, ve- I'm a very nice person, but I'm also really selective. Not because I don't care about people, but because I care about my energy. Because I protect that shit. Like, hardcore. So, I have hundreds of people blowing my shit up. I don't respond. Wow. I don't respond to a lot of what comes in. I really don't. And it's a boundary that I set so that I can do what you're saying. So
2: You could give your time to the one that really matters. Or you think that really matters. It's
3: because I want to put my time and attention to what I want to put my time and attention to. Okay, but what about
1: men, though? Because in my personal experience, um, I find myself making excuses or, or allowances for men that I wouldn't make for myself by addressing or using the gender difference to make up for that. So, oh, well I would make time for him no matter how busy I was, but I feel like Men don't necessarily do the same, or is it because they just don't care enough?
2: So I asked. I answered the same question on the last podcast, and my answer was the exact same answer
0: as you. Just you have said. a great memory, bro. I don't remember.
2: Shit. Shit. There you go. Um, if I, if if I care about someone, or even if I haven't gotten to the point where I really care about them, I just see the potential. I can have a million and one meetings on my schedule. I can meet with Bill Gates. I can do whatever. I will make the time. I make the time. I don't have the time. I make the time. Okay, but what is making the time to you? Uh, make the time was like last, two weeks ago, we were here. And this is not with a woman, obviously. But two weeks ago, Matt called me up for a podcast. I had a meeting. I moved the meeting to be here for the podcast. Uh, so so it's, I'm his girl. It's, it's, that's
0: what he's saying.
2: It's about... Fucking guy. It's about what you value. Like... like uh, I, I knew that I can still close that client even if I moved the meeting. Whereas that podcast was just that day. So if someone, like, if you have something important, it just a, goes back to what she said, the value system. And, and also understanding each other. So I'll always make the time for someone that I care or see potential in from a guy's perspective. And if the guy doesn't, the truth of the matter is, he doesn't care about you enough. Uh, it might be hard to swallow, but that's the truth. And the girl does the same thing, like if I text a girl or call a girl, and she's not making the time, um, it's people don't want to swallow it. But it's evident. It, no response is a response.
1: Have you ever heard that? Um, I'm trying to think of who does the song, but it, it's the song where Beyonce. In this song, no, it's it's a guy. It's it's a hip hop song. I, it's I think it's Wale and Rick Ross, and they're talking about. Um, She will ask if I while I'm gone, if I call her, she'll be like, why aren't you FaceTiming me? And then if I FaceTime her, she's going to be like, yo, where's my flight at? And then if I fly her out, then she'll be like, oh, well, why are you sending me home now? Basically, like we want more and more and more and more and more. So by even opening that at all, they're setting themselves up to just
2: have to give so much to this insatiable creature that just wants all of your attention right from the guy to the girl yeah mm-hmm. it goes back to what you said in the very beginning about the right person like if it's the right person it will happen
1: they'll they'll give you all their time anyway
2: the right time yep. Yeah. yeah the right time or and and quality of time the difference between giving someone time and quality of time
1: i kind of wonder sometimes if maybe i just expect too much time to be given to me.
3: Yeah, and every person gets to evaluate, you know, if their their standards and their expectations are realistic or not. But I think it comes down to you really knowing yourself. Like any successful relationship is gonna come down to you having a positive, healthy, knowing relationship with yourself. Like you're gonna suck at dating somebody else if you don't know what you love and like, you know, so you just like learn to make yourself happy first. Like learn learn you first and learn how to like love and enjoy life with you as a high performer before you ever try to dive in with another high performer.
2: Right? Right. Mic
0: drop. Mic drop. That's Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. We can literally go on for days. I wanna respect the both of your times because I mean you're here in New York City for a very limited time. Are you leaving the same time as her?
1: Yes, if not a little bit
0: before. If not a little bit before. So, I mean, I know you both have something to do and it seems like the something you do is seven minutes away, by the way, (laughs) because it's uh, 1023 and uh, (laughs) you were supposed to leave at um, a little bit before that, 23 minutes before that type of thing. So I just want to say thank you to the both of you. Tyler and Ashton and obviously Phil as well because I don't want to leave him out. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be hanging around for a little bit longer. But uh, I I literally had a blast. Like, this was... um, This was awesome. This was... I, I wish you lived a lot closer. I really do. Like, this was... Really dope.
1: Well, you guys can come down to Dallas yeah, and, you, guys you can know, come help, um, I
3: mean, Dallas help is like
1: evidence for your stereotypes. You know what? It'd be great. <laughs> there you go. Guys,
3: <laughs> <laughs> we can take you out of these so fast. You just
0: thought I was sweet. I wasn't going to forget that. Don't worry.
2: Woo! All right.
0: Seriously, though, I really do appreciate it. I'm going to have all of your social links and things of that nature in the show notes of this so people can connect with you. So make sure you follow them back. Uh, i can
1: do
3: that
0: (laughs) oh can you
1: (laughs) can
3: you You can
0: can you can you all right so we'll make sure all that stuff is in there but um until next time everyone